Welcome to Insights by Outside Tax, the one-stop shop podcast for everything about the first IPM batch at Tom's Nalsor. Today, I have one of my dearest friends with me, Edwin Raj Joseph, who has been one of the interns at Milma, and you've worked at the Vinod location in Kerala for one of your NGOs. Uh, to give you a little brief about Edwin right now, one, he's an amazing intraday trader. He has turned over the last two years, he turned a sample amount of 1.4 thousand, around a 40-40k portfolio right now. Number two. He's been working as a freelance content writer as well. So you've been working on what's the com- companies that you're working around so with? I work with Naruto, so right. that's our online marketing space. Right. And then I also work with MDS Online. It's a company based in Mumbai. Definitely. Apart from that, he has also been working with us in one of our premier entrepreneurship events called Taraki, where we had interacted with a lot of industry leaders, entrepreneurs, and a lot of uh, you know specialists that could that could do something in the environment that we have been growing up. So to start off, welcome to the podcast. Yeah, happy to be here. <laughs> so we're going to be talking about your experiences about let's say Milma completely, or let's say your complete experiences about the internship. Let's say. Okay. So. Uh, if you wanted to introduce milma as an organization to the outside world which had no idea what the organization was about okay how would you put it okay so milma essentially is the biggest cooperative society for dairy farmers in kerala so that means that out of the entire revenue that the team generates 85% of it goes back to the community right so it's essentially the best results giving community in the mm-hmm. entire nation mm-hmm. because you, you are giving back 85% right that's a right. huge number right and then secondly like in kerala if you if you are a carelite you hear milk and the second thing you hear in your mind is milma right. that's how big the brand is that's how big the association you make with the brand mm-hmm. and that's how good their stuff is mm-hmm. and so just to give you a insight on how this company works milma at the very top has a apex body and this body decides how the entire milk production consumption and procurement happens in the entire district yeah. uh, in the entire, entire state sorry yeah. and then this body splits the state into three sectors right. so we worked in the northernmost sector called mm-hmm. the malabar sector right so malabar sector produces the maximum output right. so in in terms of milk hmm. so that's where we worked and then under each these each of these sectors you have your own subdivisions where right. farmers do their work. Before we got allocated into NGOs, we had filled out a form, you know, ranking the best NGOs that we thought we should associate with or like in turn with if we had an experience with that. What was your thought process behind, you know, choosing Milma as one of your top options? Yeah, so like essentially I wanted to associate myself with this brand. Right. Milma obviously is like the biggest brand in Kerala and you want that in your resume, right? And this is a company that you like, if you work with this company, you learn stuff. and that's what you want you want to grow in your life right hmm. so the second thing was this company even during the covid phase they were able to make profits so that shows that this company knows how to grow how to adapt hmm. du- during the difficult times and that was a huge motivation then the third reason was a selfish reason because i know malayalam better and i know <laughs> the culture better yeah. so you know it was just a easy decision to make there yeah so like the whole part of you know being a carelight in itself made you feel like you know yeah, exactly you know i'd be my home ground and exactly you know i have this home ground advantage right yeah. although uh, even even in the home ground advantage i feel the whole setting that you went into the rural setting that you end up going from from like from the campus in itself which is quite you know a great place to be into a setting that is culturally different yeah. the people there the food there the, like the cuisines in itself the type of work you're going to do the play types of place you're going to stay at mm-hmm. and the types of places you're going to work with yeah. are going to be inherently different than the life we've had over the 18 years that we've had up till now so what was your initial experience like when you like landed at you know the headquarters of milma in your region what was your first reaction like that 
So the first reaction was that will I get any free stuff from this company? <laughs> so I mean, like I'm working for 45 days, right? So, mm-hmm. but then like looking into the company, it was like a solid company. You knew yeah. that there were students coming in here, so they knew what they were doing into, mm-hmm. and so you you felt high high level of comfort while working for this company because they knew what they were doing, and you just had to trust the process. Mm-hmm. So the first two days they gave us a class or that idea on how to work. And then after that, we went into our own respective districts. Hmm. And then in these districts, we had our own like NGOs, people to report to. Hmm. And then all of them were like so sweet, right? So <laughs> I'm like an 18, 19 year old. And then hmm. they used to call me Mone, which means son. Right. And the food though. So like when we were eating, there was this restaurant that we loved to go to because the porota there was like amazing. Hmm. And the guy and I got really close. And towards the end, he used to call me baby because we were like really tight with each other <laughs> and we used to yeah. get like 10% discount on whatever we ordered. So oh. great place, you know. Yeah, he got, yeah. A, got a good deal. Yeah, good deal. <laughs> Alright, so uh, moving into let's say your whole portion of figuring out, you know, you've now you've gotten your initial location, you've got recommended the headquarters, you've met your team, you, you work with a couple of people, I think seven people if I'm not wrong, yeah, right? exactly, yeah. so two different locations, seven people, getting classes done, you've met your reporting offices up till now, yeah. what was your first initial reaction of the reporting officers that came in? Because they would have been, you know, high ranking officials from the you know organization in itself, what was your reaction? With okay, so the most important that guy, guy that took care of the entire function, yeah. I was in touch with him before going there because oh. we, we needed some clarity on how to function yeah. because there was like a big team going in there and I yeah. needed to know how things would be hmm. so even from the phone calls I knew that this was a very nice sweet guy hmm. and then going in there you see a nice sweet man and he's like treating us as your own hmm. kids so it hmm. was like a very nice experience and then everybody except for like one officer the reporting like the main guy, person who he was like the guy you were scared of because <laughs> you he yeah, was yeah. the reason why you are motivated to do the work yeah, and yeah, then yeah. everybody else treated you like you know, they're on kids so it was like beautiful right uh, so getting into the very integrated job profiles of what you ended up doing what work did you do over the total 45 period day that you felt like was like the essence of your you know job yeah okay so we were asked to do a technical work mm. which spanned around 45 days. Right. So the study was to find out what are the factors that affect SNF of crossbred animals in Malabar region. Mm. So SNF is, if you take a liter of milk, there's like 85% of it is water. Yeah. And then the rest, there's like 4% of it that's fat. Mm. And then the rest, lactose, vitamins, minerals, mm. all of these components add up to SNF. So when you're giving milk, especially in the large quantities, mm. there's this government rule that it has to be 8.4%. So that if, right. you, if your milk is under that quality, the government doesn't allow you to sell this thing. Right, so it's like a regulatory portion. Exactly. Right, okay. So in Kerala, because of our humidity, because of the grazing land that we have, hmm. it's difficult to get uh, cow's milk that's 8.4%. Oh. So we have farmers who do that because right. of the way they take care of their animals. Hmm. But then we also have farmers who don't do that. Hmm. So we were asked to do a study through which we could figure out the factors that really affected this right. and how we could improve the quality of this thing. Right. So by the end of the study, we were able to come up with a lot of practical solutions, which hmm. we are really happy and proud of. Right. Because the solutions, as soon as they start implementing it, right. their turnover is going to increase. Hmm. And then each farmer will have at least two to four rupees increase in their per liter income. Hmm. So, you know, you're like happy, so you have given something back to the society too, right? Right, so, right, right. So, you've been working in the very grassroots of figuring things out, yeah. but at the same time, you're also happening to work in a field that can not only help out the farmers in themselves, but also Milma and largest organization. Yeah. 
All right, so getting into the second segment of the podcast, we want to talk to you a little bit about the work setting that you've worked in. Right now, you've told us that you have worked at the ground level, you but you've also figured out a way that can help not only the ground level farmers but also Milma as an organization. Yeah. In this same portfolio, you're also enhancing the quality of milk that comes out. So yeah. India's production in Kerala right now that Milma is you know largely accountable for, you've helped them gain a better perspective on how to in- enhance their output or their yeah. yield. True. Right now, you've told us that there are uh, you know high-ranking officials yeah. that have. You know, you were kind of scared of. You didn't want to talk to. Yeah. Right. Your uh, your reporting officers were extremely sweet. You know, gave you a three day, two day orientation, yeah. then sent you to different locations. Now, when you go, when you go to work, you want to have your field visits. Yeah. You can have your office space that you're going to work at, and you can have your presentations. Yeah. Why don't you walk us through what your initial days were like at Milma? Yeah. Sure. So. Like I mentioned, there were like two teams, right? Yeah. So I'll first talk about how the Wayanad team functioned, and then I'll give a glimpse on how the Calcutta team functioned. Sure. So in Wayanad, we had three societies that were operational during the daytime. So we didn't have a lot of difficulties. They knew what to do. Hmm. So we used to go there, collect the data of the farmers that we required. We used hmm. to call them up, know that where they are, and hmm. if they are comfortable with them, us going in there and doing the study. Right. And after that, uh, we brought in two scooters from my home home because it was like one one and a half hours back from there. Oh. So it was like. scooters helped us with the data collection stuff right and then we used to go to houses we took the information and after that after like after the 10 days we looked into the analysis part right. and then after an, an, an analysis we came into the conclusions and that's how we worked so but it was completely different from the calicut team because they did not have a daytime functioning t- uh, society there so they had to go and do their visits during the later half of the day because right. most of the farmers were also working professionals hmm. so i mean if you think about it it's lot of fun because hmm. for them it's like after 8 o'clock you're going to the houses and you're like sir cow <laughs> study we didn't have any that kind of problems because we had to do that in the morning shift so it right. was like a lot of fun so like your initial days have been you know data collection figuring out yeah. at the ground level how how things work then putting it in a format that makes sense in a longer term perspective and then giving them the solutions that exactly, you did yeah. So why don't you walk us through a couple of solutions that you ended up giving to Milma if you're if you're allowed to do that if uh, right? I don't know if I can give out all the solutions yeah, but like sure like I'll give you all glimpses yeah, yeah sure sure so so one major thing is the feed so the thing is when you're yeah. feeding your cows there's mm. like a 60% rough ages and 40% concentrates ratio that you're supposed to maintain yeah so that means like in the rough ages you're supposed to give green feed hay and stuff mm. and then in concentrates you're supposed to give calcita and different kind of feeds right. so that the animal works and has like enough min- nutrients in it to produce high quality milk right so what you see in general is that farmers fail to give enough concentrates because concentrates cost money even right. with subsidies it costs a little bit of money hmm. so farmers given a lot of green feed and because of this the quality of milk is not as best as it could be so one okay. practical solution was to given more subsidies and sensitize the farmers that they are not giving enough concentrates so like a small change in the amount of concentrates that you give could essentially make a huge difference like a huge climb in the snf quality hmm. so that was one solution that we could come up with one right. major factor that we noticed so like awareness awareness and proper subsidies so that farmers get this thing right. at cheaper prices and they can afford to give this to their animals brilliant 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 okay So we're gonna get into the next segment, which is essentially the interactive portion that we planned out. Yeah. So a little, you know, sort of a rapid fire portion where answer in a phrase, answer in a word, up to you. Yeah, sure. Uh, so the first question that we wanna shoot is, uh, what comes to mind when you hear the word Milma? It's cows. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Okay, that was, that was quite good an answer. So <laughs> second one would be, let's say you have to describe your complete experience. 
at an NGO, the 45 days span in one would, would that be? Uh, entertaining. Entertaining, yeah. sure. Uh, all right, going a little bit off topic, but you wanted to, if you wanted to talk about the relationships you've had with the people there in, in a phrase, what do you, what do you say? Uh, fun because like right. besides my teammates the community was also really right. out there for us mm. you know like when we wanted to find people's houses and go there to do the study right. they were ready to give us lift so that we could reach there easier you know discounts in the fair so mm. it was like a beautiful experience and I'm sure the person who called you baby helped <laughs> <laughs> I mean free food and coming to the I think the part where I think our viewers be very you know uh, excited to listen to yeah any fun experiences that you've had, you know, something different than work that you, that was like a cultural aspect because you, because you lived there for 45 days. There must have been instances where you felt like this is something extremely hilarious that happened that I wanted to share on the podcast. So like, so during the field visits, hmm. you don't get to eat at, at the correct times, right? Right. So one day by the time we were done with our field visits and we were going out, the shops were closed. But then nearby there was this uh, church festival that was going in. Right. So I pulled up the entire team, we went into the festival and the, we had a big feast. And then these families used to come to us, talk to us, you know, because we are not from there, right? And then right. we are like, We were like lying to them. We came for vacations, we are from this family. <laughs> we are just eating the food and going. You know, right. It's like a fun experience, you know, you just work with what you get. Sure, I mean, at the very end, you had a lot of fun, right? You oh, had like your own really. 3D experience, if you know. Science All right. So, uh, going to the you know the final portions of the podcast regarding in itself, you have spent a long time in this situation. Yep. You have you have dived deep into an organization and into a culture that is inherently different from what we have you know lived with up till now. Yep. And even being the home state, I feel like you have you know experienced a new place in itself that you 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 can you can now call your home. Yeah. So, all in all, take the complete bird's eye view of the situation. Mm. What are the key takeaways you would take from your NGO experiences up till now. Okay, so the first thing obviously is that when you see an opportunity, just don't let it go down because you don't feel like you're up to it at the moment. Hmm. Because when we were given this task at the beginning, we knew nothing about it. Right. But then we were working towards it and throughout the entire 45 days, we grew in a manner that we could give out the best report possible. Hmm. Because even the managing director was shocked with the results that we were able to produce hmm. they weren't expecting this so right this task actually gave us this confidence to take up you know opportunities that might felt like it was out of our comfort zone or something right okay and the second thing is when you have a team just work out the things between themselves so that you hmm. figure out who's good at what so i had a beautiful team with me hmm. so like i was more good at setting up goals and doing hmm. the analysis kind of like not hmm. the interpreting kind of stuff right. and then i had teammates who were so good at processing information hmm. and it was mind blowing like hmm. malayalam is considered to be one of the toughest languages out there and one of my teammates picked it up with like 3 4 days span oh. it was shocking to see that like the way she even started speaking it hmm. was absolutely mind blowing Hmm. And then we also had a, a person who was like really good at creative work, you know, hmm. writing, presenting the things. Right. So like working with a beautiful team. Hmm. So, you know, figuring out who's strong at what and listening, right. you know, working together. Hmm. So that was this thing. The third thing is, you know, always have fun, right? Because you're going to a place where you don't know anything. But then Definitely. you have fun so that you create good memories. Right. I used to try to take them to weekend spaces so that mm -hmm. we could chill. And Show them around. Exactly. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's, it was a district that I wanted them to see. Mm -hmm. So I try taking them to so in this case you as as much as i can, I can hear from yeah. and take away from this you know yeah. conversation you have had experiences where you 
expanded on your knowledge yeah you have found people that you didn't know that well before because it was an intimate setting with everybody True. so the seven people strong group came back stronger after the 45 oh, day period of course yeah no right. doubts zero doubts and you ended up you know showing milmina self what students of doms can do oh, every day <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right so uh coming into you know the final portions i really want to talk about your if there was something you would want to culminate your final experience with what was your last day like at milma because now that you've spent time yeah. you've interacted with everybody now you've had the church setting also where you you know you went and you had a feast you showed people around you've yeah. you know intricately connected to this grassroots level mm-hmm. because talking to a set of people every day interacting with them every day forms a social bond with them yeah so i i i, I can assume that the like the last day it was very very emotional for us because we went and talked to everybody that was a stakeholder and yeah. then came back what was your experience like at the last day yeah so the very last day we were asked to do a presentation on the study that we were conducting right. and then throughout the study there were like zero emotions on their faces <laughs> so we were like freaking out are we doing this right i mean am i saying the right stuff but right. then by the end when we were done with the presentation yeah. they gave us a huge round of applause and then they were like praising us for the work that we did mm. so you know at that moment we felt truly happy hmm. because it was like a actual 45 days of work, worth of work we had to do a lot of analysis study right. research to right. do this thing hmm. and then when they recognized our work we felt truly yeah. happy all right so this would wrap up yet another incredible session from yet another dom student edwin it was lovely having you here we would lovely to you know have you again on the second season as well same same and in this whole scenario you have now you know showed us you know what dom students can do in this case as well you know you you went to new location conquered everything showed a uh, you know organization how to you know uh, expand on its profits and its on its revenues give create better social change you know figure out a way to help the production go better the overall perception of the organization go yeah. better and in this whole journey make friends you know make, make relationships yeah. and also leave a social impact on the you know on the on the face of the place that you went as well which is the whole you know idea behind this ngo internships as well all right that would culminate this episode we're going to have yet another speaker yet another dom student with yet another ngo coming up pretty soon stay tuned for the same for insights by outside x